as we creep toward the holidays, I want to talk about what makes life and relationships hard. Here's what's been hard for me. One, I'm going through a divorce with some not so easy to digest details. But unlike a friendship that isn't working, you can't walk away altogether from a relationship once you've procreated with the person, right? We have children, and so we must coexist while we disentangle. I can meditate 24 hours a day, but that doesn't change the fact that divorce sucks, plain and simple. And my divorce kind of sucks extra hard. Two, I was abused as a child, and no matter how much therapeutic work I do around that, a part of me is still angry about it. As goofy as it sounds, I've been waiting to be loved unconditionally by my mother, and spoiler alert, it's not going to happen in this lifetime. I don't think about it all day and night, but certain times, like now, as I go through this divorce and really need my people to have my back, plus with Thanksgiving coming up, it's been bubbling up for additional processing. And number three, almost any Iranian you know is feeling a lot of feels right now because of the crisis in Iran. For me, I can explain it this way, and this is very a very personal issue, so I'm sure other Iranians would and could feel different feelings about it all. But I spent my childhood being very ashamed of being Iranian, the way women were treated, the hostage crisis, the violence. And then when 9-11 happened, it opened that wound again. I was an editor-in-chief at Cosmo Girl on 9-11, and I remember one of the Hearst executives asked me if I felt any bigotry in the aftermath of 9-11 as an Iranian. And to be honest, I kind of froze. I had spent my entire life trying to be as American as possible. He was asking out of genuine caring, which is so beautiful, but a part of me felt totally exposed as one of them. And of course, by them, I mean a terrorist, an extremist. Because the regime change happened when I was a child, I didn't have the maturity or the intellect to really understand that this wasn't Iran. It was a regime. Just like we had a president recently who certainly didn't represent the views of many of you, except the regime in Iran was much worse, more violent and extreme. The mullahs actually believe women are no different than farm animals, and God made them to look like man, so man wouldn't be scared. So all these years of uncomfortable tightening around my cultural identity, it's all very exposed and tender now. And every person suffering, fighting, dying over there to have an ounce of what I enjoy so freely. I feel powerless to help them. And yet they are fighting on behalf of all Iranians, fighting for freedom versus fear. Freedom versus fear. This is the same battle I've fought my entire life. Freedom versus fear is what's been at the core of every conflict for me. My, my fear grasping for the mother who birthed me to have my back instead of leaning into the freedom to be my own mother. The fear of choices my husband is making and how that will impact our children versus the freedom of letting him blaze his own path and knowing he is their father for better or worse and they will work through it as I did with my own imperfect, imperfect parents. Freedom, freedom versus fear. It seems to always come down to freedom versus fear.
And so I've spent the last few weeks working on another F word, forgiveness. I realized that when I'm gripped by the fear of letting go, there is an absence of forgiveness. I was having trouble forgiving my husband for his betrayals, trouble forgiving my mother for her inability to be able to protect me. Even in in Iran today, many Iranians would disagree with me, but I feel I must forgive the mullahs for taking our beautiful country and putting it behind bars. They have taken the stunning spiritual creativity of our people that created the greatest visionaries of all time, like Rumi and Hafez, and putting them in boxes so they have to contort in the most cruel ways in order to be accepted. Did you know, for instance, a person can be openly gay in Iran only if they have gender reassignment surgery? We're talking about non-trans people who are having gender reassignment surgery so they can love who they love. And we're talking about generations of the most stunning women in the world who have had plastic surgery in droves to change their gorgeous ethnic noses because their faces are the only thing that's allowed to be seen in public. And all the deaths, the deaths before this uprising and the senseless deaths during. So much death has come out of this fear-based government. I marched yesterday in New York. The chants have gotten angrier since my first protest many weeks ago. And it's not hard to understand why. So many children have been killed. So many beautiful souls lost and imprisoned. And yet, I'm talking about forgiveness. Right now, it's too soon for the people in Iran to forgive the mullahs because so much blood is being shed. They are fighting for their lives. But it's not too soon for us to bring the energy of forgiveness into our lives. I recently found that forgiveness is the key to freedom. I guess I always knew that conceptually. I mean, obviously it makes sense, but I just couldn't quite pull it off. I now understand that your mind can do many incredible things, but this is deeper than the mind. Forgiveness is energetic, which is kind of like our own form of magic. And this will truly blow your mind. My beloved friend and teacher, uh, the healer, Caitlin Marino, introduced a few prayers to me that were created by her friend and mentor, Cindy Mattingly. And when I tell you, doing this practice every morning yielded massive insight and results within a week on the divorce and mother front, I'm not exaggerating. This is magic. Okay, so I do this declaration every morning multiple times in a row, inserting a different name each time at the beginning. It could be anyone I am angry or upset with or locked in something with that isn't peaceful. I tend to do my mother, my sister, my husband, his girlfriend, and my last boyfriend. Sometimes I add the cousins who molested me and their father. I had a few other people who I felt a smaller charge with who have dropped out of the rotation because I only needed to do this once or twice with them. And I'm not totally not triggered by them anymore. So I'm going to do this declaration for you using my mother as an example. I fully and forgive, fully and freely forgive my mother. I release her mentally and spiritually. I completely forgive everything connected to the situation. I am free and she is free. It is a marvelous feeling. I release anyone and anybody who has ever hurt me. 
I wish for each and everyone health, happiness, peace, and all the blessings of life. I do this freely, joyously, and lovingly. When I think of any of these people who have hurt me, I say, I have released you, and all the blessings of life are yours. I am free, and you are free. It is wonderful. And when I feel I've covered anyone I feel a negative charge with, I move on to this prayer. Dear Source, I am sorry for any pain and suffering I have caused anyone in the past, present, or future. I ask to be forgiven, and I forgive myself for those deeds I do not recall. I ask now for the power of love and compassion and make that my new path of choice. I am grateful for all the blessings I have and will receive. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And there you have it. What more is there to say but those words? So grateful to Caitlin for knowing what I needed and sharing this with me, and grateful to Cindy for writing and creating these beautiful practices. I have been doing them for a few weeks, and it has shifted me in ways I can't adequately describe because it's a felt energetic experience. I simply feel lighter. I was struggling about Thanksgiving coming up so much that I had asked one of my best friends if we could spend it with her and her family instead. But with this practice, I was able to, from a place of freedom and choice, decide to go to my mother's like we do every year, doing the same thing as years past, but coming from freedom instead of fear. Tomorrow, I will start doing the forgiveness practice with the Islamic regime in Iran. I need to begin to heal my own past with them while I support my brothers and sisters in Iran fighting. I can continue to amplify the voices and plight of those who are in the belly of the fire, but I am not in that fire. I can begin to heal and pray that in time they will win their freedom and have the privilege of doing the same. Please amplify their voices and suffering on social media so these beautiful people can enjoy the same basic human rights we take for granted every day. I'm going to take some time off for the holidays so I can deepen my spiritual practices. I'm going on a seven-day silence retreat and will be processing all the things I listed above. Please take it easy on yourself too. These are challenging times for everyone. I hope these two practices I shared will help you during our time apart as enormously as they have helped me. Wishing you and your family peace, freedom, and love. Wishing that for all humans. I will see you in January. Uh, please email me if you need me. I really am here 24-7 at atusa.com. At